Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Guess what decision we're about to make? Horrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of Horrible. This is Yons. I'm sorry, y'all. It's your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. That Bitch, a.k.a. Pet the Stein, a.k.a. I Fuck Your Mama and Your Daddy, a.k.a. Genuine is fine, and y'all better stop playing with that man. He's fine. He's fine. If he doesn't dance. I like the dancing. It's giving let's dance badly together. Well, my name is Wheezy. What the (laughs) fuck is Genuine doing on stage? He's doing everything that clearly made it to where this motherfucker got a hell of a lot of kids with a hell of a lot of baby mamas. He probably got good dick. Honestly, like big dick niggas, like they always have like a little corny because God is fair. So there's always something kind of wrong with him. And in Genuine's case, it's... Man, that nigga fine. He dances like you. That's probably why you But you know what's crazy? And I tell everybody, hey, listen, baby, a bitch can't dance, but I can throw this ass back on some dick. That's all that matter. I can fuck. Like, I can't dance. Can't really grind. Can't really vibrate. But when a dick is inside me, I can do it. Well, we can't see that online. It was was crazy, too, is Trina actually said that. I could, like... Or no, it wasn't even Trina. She said she could spin around with the dick still inside. inside. But 
There's like someone else that says, but she can't do it on a dick. Uh, right. What about it? I can do a lot on a dick. I just can't do a lot. You, we myself. know you can't fucking ride one. I mean, I just choose. Mandy, to. you basically are now telling us all you can do is throw it back. And that's what the niggas like. <laughs> I got some ads. I got some ads back there. Uh, speaking of, I guess I wanted to start off with a little bit of catch up. Because uh, we have a lot, of lot, a lot of guests coming up. Mm-hmm. And so while you guys have been loving the solos, we have some really, really dope guests. You know what guests on. mean? It means we're in a fight. <laughs> I mean, or it just means we both Honestly, really don't have a-, a sexual life right now or dating life or niggas. And so let's talk about someone else's Honestly, life. the guests that we're having lately, though, everyone's just kind of coming in town right now. It's just like a time where... I'm here for it. Sometimes there's weeks where it's like the guests are kind of whack. And then there's other times where it really... I would never call a guest whack, guys, ever. We've had weak guests. That's why I just looked at them like... Weak. Fine. I mean... Weren't given what's supposed to be gays. We could do that. (laughs) We could do that. It's so crazy now because Speaking of that, I want Roland Ray in this bitch. I will roll his ass up. God. Do you watch her? Okay, so... Okay, is this... King of the wheelchair? So I'm not even gonna lie to you. This may be a really toxic question to ask. Do you think Roland Ray is a top or bottom? (laughs) <laughs> and uh, what what I, could he be? I mean, I don't know if he is, I guess, bottoming, but I don't know how, what functionalities. Also, I just want to make a, a note. <laughs> we are not ableist hoes. As you know, we had yeah, that we're bitch not, that I, we're not, nah, we're not. I was about to roll that hoe out of here when she started talking about how I couldn't suck dick. <laughs> and we had a comment recently where someone said, I loved your blind guy episode. And, uh, you know, both women that were in the well, wheelchair. Well, we've had two women in a wheelchair, not really a man. No, but we've also had um, Shorty that everyone loved, the white chick who was missing an arm. Daya. Yes. Not Daya. Daya. It was Daya. No, no, no. We're thinking D- of Daya there. Her name was something else. D-A-Y-A. No, she had oh, no. her name. You know, we grew white women in together. But anyway. She was spicy. She was a top. Now, Mindy, I tell why you. am I getting all the disabled people? Where are you at, bitch? You said you weren't an ableist. I, I said, don't know we, no, we are. I'm saying you need to figure, you need I to go out. I bring all the sex Bitch, club Bitch, you people. need to go outside. I bring in the sex club people. I bring in some sex workers. I bring in the niggas that want to be pegged. I lean more towards the black sex lane. You bring in the others. <laughs> Not the outcast. You bring in the others. Mandy acting like I'm in the parking lot just waiting on the handicapped spot. Like, you want to be on the show? It's, it's given. You, I remember, well, I, I, bro, you brought a cross-dresser on that you came across on fucking uh, one of them dating apps. You're like, yo, swipe this nigga and said, let me swipe right and see if he wants to come on the pod. You literally, and white man, white, you, you look for everyone. I just be like, where the niggas at? I mean, I guess that's true. I do like, I don't know. I just want some weird ass guests. I um, I was just thinking of something. Oh, if by the way, if you're listening to this, and yes, I am joking about disabilities, and I want to joke in your face. Uh, I would love to interview someone that um, maybe has cerebral palsy or just something that maybe is a hindrance during sex. And I'd love for you to bring awareness, talk about it on the on the pod. Um, maybe someone with autism. I you think that'd be great. You know who I want to bring on too? Who? Somebody that got that thing from like Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. Tourette's? No, not the Tourette's. The bitch that just started She just fell asleep to where she had to have her hair tied to the thing on the So she wouldn't like choke in her food? I want to know if, like, what do do you do to a male ego if he busting that ass and you just... I want somebody who just be falling asleep out of nowhere. That's who I want. Yeah, if anyone with narcolepsy (laughs) is listening or has made it through this part of the podcast, but... But I really do want, um, what was I going to say? 
Uh, fuck, what did I just say before that? Not narcoleptic. Oh, Tourette's. Sophia with an F. Y'all should check out her episode. She had a girl with Tourette's on the show and it was recording at my studio and one of the girls, Yomi, wrote me and was like, bro, this shit is real. Like, this is not a joke. This girl can't stop saying big black, like, she can't say and stop saying Wait, dick. Wait, what did she say? It wasn't big black dick. Sorry. Big black dick? I was thinking about the girl from the dentist. Remember, it was like, I want to be BC on anesthesia. Um, no. People, whenever they have outbursts, on medication, love talking about big black cocks. Because it's, it's good. And we all think about it often. We do. But yeah, if you got Tourette's, hit me up. Um, unless speaking, you, of, speaking of big black dick, have you like... Fuck that guy again? So I know the last time I came in here, <laughs> I was without, but now I'm within. And I actually fucked the nigga that kissed a bitch um, at the box. So I did talk about it on Patreon. It was amazing. It was really good. We fucked for two and a half hours. I was in pain. Um, he and I are going to be having sex after Envision Fest. I think I'm, oh, I'm taking him to company XX, whatever okay. that number is. Okay. So. Fancy. Excited Fancy. about fucking him again. Y'all know I love a little artist nigga. Um, and then, so a few weeks ago, I was in New York for a Netflix premiere. Y'all, I'm sure everybody's seen it now. You probably haven't seen it yet. Intergalactic by Kid Cudi. Holy shit. That was one of the best things I've seen. It's an animation. Kenya produced it, which was why I came here. Oh my God, it's so good, Mandy. You, if no one's ever done mushrooms, watch it and you'll know what it feels like. It was phenomenal. So at the party, I shouldn't have mixed business with pleasure. Uh-oh. I mean, I guess it wasn't business. I don't work with him. He was just there. But um, there was a guy that I've seen on some Zoom calls for work and he was very cute in the flesh. And, um, you know, it was one of those moments where I was like, Oh, you were out of the same city, but we're in LA, but now we're in New York. And then who knows? A night at last lap turned into me basically telling him I haven't had sex in a while. And he said, uh, well, damn, how long has this been? I was like, like 70 days, probably. I don't know. Like I was just naming some shit off. And he was like, well, do you want to talk about day 71 and spoon at my hotel? And I was like, nah, I'm good. So I was out again with my homegirl. I'm looking at Gabby and I'm like, I think I'm going to go spoon with him. Like, I think I'm going to do it. She's like, but it's like four o'clock in the morning, bro. I'm like, I think that's just what I want to do, though. You be loving utensils. <laughs> Not you spooning. You be scissoring. You be doing so all the little shit. I go to his hotel and I literally showed up. And I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just showing up here for the bath products because this particular hotel has a great line of shit. And he was like, that's cool. I'm a nigga, too. So whatever, he had a robe waiting for me and I was like, I'm really like actually not ready for sex. And he was like, oh, if I wanted to have sex tonight, I wouldn't have told you that. I would have got some pussy. So I was like, okay, which is facts. Like he can fuck whoever right. he wants. So we were in the bed talking for like three hours, cuddling. I really wanted to feel if it was big, but I thought if I felt it, then I was going to fuck it. Yep. So I held on. That's how I met soulmate. Like I wasn't going to fuck him. I told him we wasn't fucking and then it was big. I said, damn, damn. damn. Did that with uh, Black Jesus too. Once Damn. you know it's big, Once you, you know gotta big, put it in you your got, mouth. You have to Like, ladies, PSA, if you don't want to fuck a guy, and, and this is the first time of you guys meeting, this is the first time y'all hanging out, don't even, don't even play pockets. Don't rub the dick. Don't try to see if it's big or not. Just save that for another time. Because once you see, God damn it, that thing throbbing is big. I'm telling you. <clears throat> you can't. So I made sure to like not go around it. So then we were in the bed for another like three hours in the morning just talking shit and, you know, how he got put on to work and same. And we're like, you ain't even try to feel for the morning wood. No. However, and we were in the bed the whole time. He didn't even stand up. I was like, fuck. 
I was in panties, he was in his boxers, and he kept telling me I was soft and I wanted to just grab it. But if I grabbed it, I knew I was going to fucking put it in my mouth. So I didn't. But literally, I'm leaving, and I'm like, I'm leaving at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, bro. And I'm like, I've never cuddled with someone and not kissed them. And he was like, yeah. And then he's looking at me, and I'm like, Wait, y'all didn't kiss all night? No. So I'm like, so we just do it now. So y'all spooned, but there was no intimate, like, y'all so didn't then, kiss. No, we were just talking too long. So then he looked at me and he's like, okay. And I'm like, should we do it now? And then he started coming closer to me. I'm like, no, now it's not, now it's awkward. So then we like tried to do it again. And he was a really good kisser. And I realized it was God. Because bitch, if I would have kissed that nigga last what night. What you mean it was God? Can you not bring God into this? I really didn't want to have sex with someone that was kind of work adjacent. And again, I don't work with him, right? Like, it's just, like, it is kind of the same world, like, for real. So I was like, this might be too close to home. But once I kiss that nigga, I ain't gonna lie. I've been thinking about him the whole time. And he's rich, but not, like, rich enough to be in the public eye rich, just low-key rich, which is even better. Because now bitches might look at you and be like, oh, he has on a nice watch and clothes, but, like, maybe he's nobody. And then all the money is for me. So you, (laughs) so he's now an option, and then you still have the box guy. So now you have two guys that you're kind of... I do. And a girl. And a girl. You remember the girl that grabbed me up at that party? In, in Fashion party? Week? Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. Polly. I didn't say that. Okay, and um, Her. Yeah. Interesting. So I, I'm, I'm doing well. And speaking of parties, as I go home this weekend to LA, there is a party that is super popping that I really want to go to. And I found out Obey will be there. How, wait, 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 wait. How the fuck you know this nigga gonna be there if you blocked him, you don't talk to him, you he dead to you, you don't want nothing to do with him. How do you know he's gonna be at a party next week? Because one of his boys told me, hey, sending you this link to RSVP, would love to see you there. Just want you to know, boom, boom, we're gonna be there. And I said, I won't be RSVP. I said, well, I probably won't be attending. But then I got on the scale this morning and I saw it was six pounds down and my face is just giving cute again. <laughs> And I got a new little Pierce thing. And now I got I had sex with someone else. So I'm kind of feeling better. <laughs> so now you're going to go? Do you not think that that's going to bring you into any type of like depression or anything? Well, I told him that I, I didn't think I was going to go. And he goes, don't worry, the party's two floors. I said, nigga, I live in a city with nine million people and I'll be running into And be nigga. running into people. So I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but I really have been feeling great. And so I'm worried that if I see him, what if I'm drunk? What if I spit on him? What if I throw a water bottle like I wanted to? Right. Who knows what'll happen? Right. I mean, well, I'm in a place where I realize I've been looking for a doppelganger of my ex. Black Jesus and I are just friends. Why? Because he got a lot going on and we just... What do you do? No, we're just also like, we don't have the sexual compatibility. Like, he doesn't have the sex drive as I do, but he want to hang out. And I'd be like, nigga, do you think I just want to watch TV with you? What? No, I don't. I want to do more. Yeah. So like... But from a, like, creative standpoint, conversation, us hanging, he's dope as shit. Girl, pass him on. Recycle oh, no. that nigga. Oh, no. Because you're going to get that dick again. Eventually. See? Eventually. I knew you Eventually. So, here's like, the, the nigga done met the whole goddamn staff. He be pulling up. Like, so that's the cold. thing, though. You not friends with him. We are friends. But he's one of those friends, I'll be honest with you. He's one of those friends that... On the right night, yeah, we'll fuck. <laughs> and so he's one of those friends that if I get into a relationship, I would probably have to remove myself from him. Because even like, uh, we literally went out to dinner the other night and it was because he brought like a client to the studio. So he's even like, love what you have. Like, I have this person that wants to do something. 
So brought his friend by the studio. We all went to eat after. And literally in front, I was like, yo, what's crazy is like, y'all know I don't be into the stars and moons, but in terms of like manifesting and talking about what I want, um, yeah, we had the door open, y'all. Sorry, this fly going around. But literally told him to his face and in front of his homeboy, I said, yo, what's crazy is they got manifested you. And I told him that to his face. I said, you the exact nigga I said I wanted. I said I wanted a good looking nigga, big old dick, a lot of money, cool, creative. But you got shit going on. You come with baggage and your sex drive isn't what I needed to be. Didn't say the sex drive part in front of his friend. But I said, you're emotionally just not available right now. And so I was just like, mm. damn. I realized how I have to be so much more precise with the things I want. Because literally I said, nigga, you are exactly what I said I wanted. Well, you you mentioned doppelganger for your ex. And it's interesting because I, yes. there's someone I dated in the past that I was talking to, like that Reiki healer lady about. And let's just say his name's Mark. I don't know. She was like, you need to stop thinking so much about having a man like Mark and start saying things like Mark or better, right? Mm. Like maybe he'll come back and it'll be him or better. She's like, he's not the best person you've ever dated. Like you will find someone that's better than that. And the world is just showing you that you're that much closer, right? Your ex had many flaws. You've talked right. about them, right? And so do I though. But, but I realized that. And that's like but, over, over the last... Hold on, we're not talking about your flaws. We're but, not talking about anything that's should, wrong with you. But I should acknowledge that... But we're not acknowledging I'm not that. perfect, he's not perfect. But we're not talking but about But he's you. exactly what I wanted. You don't need to say somebody... He's exactly what I wanted, still to this day. I think that's a really actually shitty thing to do when someone's talking about things that you deserve better. Like, you shouldn't be like, yeah, he did this to me, but I'm also... Nah, bro. I... And maybe that's something that I have to bring up in therapy, but to me... Bitch, you need to the, therapize that. Well, the fact that I'm looking for a doppelganger... To me, I'm allowed to have something well, better, but I'm realistic in knowing that not anyone is perfect. And in the ways that he wasn't perfect, it was something I was willing to I, I had patience with. And I mean, I recently just talked about this on my other podcast, too. But like I, I made a post on my Instagram talking about like, what's the difference from dating in your 20s to dating in your 30s? And it was the conversation regarding the difference in patience and tolerance. There's still things I won't tolerate, but I was patient in him understanding me because I'm different than than who he's dated in his past. And I also know I'm a lot. I travel a lot. I'm the life of the party. I'm loud. Like, when we've hung out, he knows I have a lot of male friends. So I'm introducing him to male friends. Men, like, like even when I was on, on you know, Joe Budden Network and Charlemagne's calling me. Joe is FaceTiming me. I'm friends with NBA niggas, just friends. And you know the ones I'm just friends with, like, for, for anybody, there's a lot that I understand that a man has to kind of deal with and be okay with checking his ego. And I think that that's the problem. I realize how much like I have to deal with being coddling to almost men being jealous or insecurity. And it has more to do with them than me. But I'm, I understand that no man is going to come perfect for me. But in, in the ways that he made me happy, when I say I want a doppelganger, that man made me so fucking happy. And I seek that again. And so maybe I do need to take a longer break, which is why I'm cool with Black Jesus not being what I need right now. And I'm just cool with taking more of a break, taking more of a break from that. But also I think, and we'll get into it for the horrible decision, in where I used to be able to come and be like, ooh, ooh, I, I, I got a roster. That shit is like not at all something I'm able to juggle right now that I'm able to balance. And I don't want multiple dicks right now. I do like one, but I don't 
also want a relationship. So it's like, I don't know. I, I understand and I appreciate what you just said in me deserving more, but also he's so, he's leaps and bounds beyond what I have gotten before. I think it's more so just saying things like, if you're talking about something you want, you don't need to say, well, yeah, I could have better, but I'm also, I don't know. I, I, you don't, you would never do that when talking about things you want in success. So why do you do it when it comes to, you know what I mean? Well, because it's, it's, to me, it's actually the same as success. I can say that I want something. And in terms of, no, you even Mandy, that's well, like saying you just opened a podcast studio. Did you say, well, I'm going to open a podcast studio, but it's not like my podcast is that big or this, this, that. So maybe I shouldn't expect my studio to be that great either. Well, no, it, but I don't look at it in terms of greatness, but I look at it in terms of, okay, say I want to start a new business. I know what I want out of it, but I also am not going into it thinking that there won't be leaps and hurdles, that everything will happen how I want it to be. Like I have a team that's still growing. Some people aren't learning as quickly as I would want them to learn. Now, I could sit here and say, I wanted this to be perfect. The idea of it going into being perfect isn't the case. I have a whole nother podcast. Now, based off of our podcast for the last six years, did I go in wanting it to be a certain way? Absolutely. Is it everything I imagined? Not necessarily. And so to me, knowing, yes, I may want better in another partner, I also am very, very um, sure of the things that he did bring to me. And also understanding even if someone else brings me those exact things, that person may not still be perfect in other ways. Right. No one's going to be perfect. No, no one's going to be exactly perfect. But there who is, I want them there to be. are people in the world that you could date that would be better than him. And the more you put him on a pedestal, the more you will lower, like the more you won't be happy because comparison is truly the thief That's of possible. joy. For sure. You know, like for sure. when you compare yourself to others and for anyone listening, like whether it's work, or a partner, or like maybe you're watching a friend that has something you don't, truly like comparing yourself to that will really fuck your shit up. Like I have done it so many times in my life, whether it be my body, whether it be my job, whether it be my salary, I'll compare shit. And I'm like, nigga, there's someone that would die to have the things that I do. So we have to stop comparing in terms of something we had in the past you need to start being reflective of and this was something my girl emily told me actually that i really liked she's like when you're manifesting stop thinking of the past and think of future you think of the future shit you will have yeah because it's true like a lot of times i will think about things i've seen before like think of future shit that you will have don't necessarily think of things that you had before that you'll say you want again because that's really when we fuck ourselves up and I know like a lot of times, you know, if anyone's listening for a long time, I get super stressy and depressy. But these are a lot of things I've written down to like keep my shit OK. And yeah, this week I am OK. You know, like mental health's a motherfucker. But I think it's because those little moments of my life, a little pocket of me having sex with someone new or being able to cuddle with a man may not end up with these niggas. But also it just feels like, OK, yeah, it can happen. There's someone else. I mean, I am getting closer to that thing. And I think that's okay. what our partners are sometimes. They're reminders of the things we could have. It's just showing us we're getting closer. You know, even too with work, when you have a next step in your career with something, it just shows you that much closer you are to the next greatest thing. Like the thing that we're working on now, I went to Charlemagne's show yesterday. And um, by the way, 
anyone who wants to go see a live taping of a show, I, I think you just go on a yeah. site, you sign yourself up. Please and go. He, he wants an audience. Yeah, so yeah. many of our, our fans were there. And like, it's really cool to watch a live taping. Um, I want to go see Maury while he's still around. Is he still around? Is he still doing it? I, wanna I, see, I thought he ended that. I want to see the Jerry Judge show something. I think Maury does. Oh, Maury ended, but Jerry's got the court show. Not Jerry Springer. Yes. Jerry Springer got a court show? He's a judge. Now, I want to go to Steve Harvey court show. Oh, I know I that it. shit. I be know good. he be coming to them like but with we, his lips and all. Like, so but y'all got to go because it's really cool. You get to sit in the audience. You'll see whatever big guests they have. But um, I signed up to go because I was in New York and literally Kenya was the guest that week and didn't expect that, right? Um, I'm so mad I ain't go when fucking Ray J was the guest. Oh, I'm my so motherfucking mad. Even though Charlamagne not slick, he wrote the caption where he said there was so much they couldn't talk about. And I ended up like running into people that work on the show at the Revolt Summit. And they cut it out. And they was like, man, it was so much shit we couldn't even talk about because the motherfucking Kardashians really got power, bitch. Them, them white girls got power, bitch. Yeah. Hi, love you. Hey. I'm scared. <laughs> um, well, I say that to say, when I was walking out, um, a fan of Horrible Decisions said like, yo, like, you ever look back and think how crazy it is that like, you were just doing Brilliant Idiots. I found you on Brilliant Idiots. And I was like, sometimes I, I look back and think of that. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of times where I don't realize what my life is. And she said, actually, we should definitely insert a bleep here. But she goes, can you imagine if like you and Mandy made a Like imagine when that happens. That would be like the craziest thing, right? And I'm looking at this bitch like, holy shit, we are doing that shit. Yeah. And it's almost like, each thing in your life, and I say this because I'm talking about partnership too, you can't believe you wasn't, you were there five years. Like, it feels like it was so far away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Would, your, would you five years ago believe that you were here today? And I really am trying to believe. You saw the horrible decision, baby. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. No, let, let, I, I, I want to believe that I'm saying that we'll be like that with partnership. Like, I would love to be sitting with you talking about how disgusting it was when my placenta came out because I had a baby. Like, Boy, I can't imagine funny. talking about that shit. Or you saying that, that you've got That's a man nasty. and y'all have your, uh, what did you say? You don't want to live together, but you kind of want to live together. No, 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 no. You got your two Maybe apartments he, close by? Or he in the, he in the outhouse. I would back love for bag, that to happen. Back in the backyard. And I would be like, yo. Of my multi-million dollar We were on episode 289 talking about Like, that shit's going to happen. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place. Like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. All right. Well, I wanted to get into our vanilla shit because I wanted to make this a little funny here because, bitch, you thought. Um, So the vanilla shit, if you guys are tuning in and not familiar with what vanilla shit is, it is sex in the news um, or somewhat uh, aligned with that. Um, And I want to bring up the fact that PETA has called for women to go on a sex strike against men who eat meat. PETA. PETA's German division claims devouring sausages and schnitzels is a symptom of toxic masculinity that is killing the planet. The nonprofit organization has urged women to go on a strike, sex strike to be exact, to quote-unquote save the world. During an episode of Sky News Australia's Newsday, available to stream on Flash, Laura Wyman-Jones, marketing manager of PETA Australia, discussed the ban. The PETA Australia representative said its organization's statement was designed to be a conversation starter before adding, we really don't care about your sex lives. Of course, though, they care about the world. What we do care about is the planet and the animals we share it with. And those animals are dying by the billions in the crudest ways imaginable for burgers and sandwich filling. Now, I've come on this podcast quite a bit. And I realized only because the way I just tore down some motherfucking smothered chicken with white rice, cabbage, and cornbread. Baby, you're not Who getting... Who taught you how to cook? Bitch. TikTok now. I ain't gonna hold you. But my mom, wow. um, my mom, though she is white, um, learned how to cook from my Jamaican-ass daddy and all of my black family. And my mom still to this day makes the very best oxtail I've ever had in my life. Um, and my mom is like a soul food cooker. She's She's a white woman, but she's a Southern white woman who dated nothing but black men. So she she knows seasonings, right? And so, like, what's crazy is when I got to actually cooking, my mom, like, I used to ask my mom about her recipes. Like, what you be putting in this? Like, her collard greens slap. And it's been harder. Southern food. I love Southern food. Southern homemade. Southern cook. Period. I actually. me. Period. Y'all gonna be mad. We know you make avocado toast. No, no, no. no. I was oh. going to say, I put <laughs> Southern cooking over Island cooking for one main reason. Okay. Bitch, 
I like shit that's fried. Okay. Okay. And this was my first time even, like, and, you got to make the skin crispy. And a lot of people don't know how to do food. that shit. I hate fried food. I love So I don't really cook fried food, like, but... God, put it in my veins! What's crazy is, I also realized, and if y'all go back in the episodes, I dated somebody, I think I called him, was it vegan? Was it vegan bae? Did I have a vegan bae? The nigga that took me to a vegan restaurant on day one, and I was just like, oh, not you ordering nothing besides. Because we ended up going to Amy <laughs> Ruth's. And, bitch, I had the, like, I like meat. Now, I like dick, but I like meat. Me too. I like oxtail. I like meat. These Muslim I like me controversial up, but I like, meat, nigga. But I, I had wait, rabbit. controversial meat? Like, I had rabbit at Lucien the other day. See, people don't like. I like duck. I like fucking octopus, ho. I and like crocodile, alligator. I, bro, I like foie gras. Okay. What is that? When they glow. I, it's foie gras. So, basically, it's, like it's, it's the goose moose, liver. Right? Goose liver. Oh, liver. But you, they fatten it up. And but also, like, y'all know, I like the food that apparently was just for the slaves, but I still fuck with. Give me a motherfucking fried chicken gizzard with some hot sauce. Because oh, it's fried. I'll take it boiled, too. Are you kidding me? I love a boiled chicken gizzard. <laughs> with some with some tomato stew? Oh, bitch. Bitch, you got me fucked up. All I know is y'all got me fucked up thinking I'm finna go on a sex strike because a nigga eat meat. Nigga, order the tomahawk and let me know you got that cash. That Peter shit was... I'm going to be honest. Peter Corny, period. Not Peter Corny. They are. Oh, we're gonna, are we going to get canceled for that? I'm not getting canceled, bitch. Is Peter a black-owned organization? I don't know, but the way I'm about to bust these furs out, baby, it's 60 degrees. We getting cold. And I got the money to buy the real I'm, fur I'm this just time. one of those people where I'm like, go all in, my nigga. Y'all be getting mad at all these people with the fur. Meanwhile, bitch... We're all rocking these designer bags. A lot of their CEO ours. And what are those made of? Lovell. Which Damn is giving God. cow ass. Mm. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we walking around with cow ass like a motherfucker. Um, I did want to get into, instead of a hors d'oeuvre this Damn, week. Damn, I, I wore that shirt this morning. Did you? Yeah. Oh. You know, free shirts. Mm. It's giving high and low. It's giving free screening t-shirt with the Prada boots. Um, I love high-low. Yeah, it, bitch, I, I wore it. a fucking Margiela top and some Amazon heels to that premiere party, honey. Not the Amazon heels. Oh, girl, it was zebra. I was fly, bitch. Oh, let me tell you what happened to me, bitch, because this shit was embarrassing. Not embarrassing. So, I, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, poised because I'm partying with my boss, right? And I am looking at Kid Cudi and I'm like, am I going to talk? Oh, my God, I don't know what to say, but I'm so excited. What do I do? And um, I'm talking to the producers for Intergalactic. And my homegirl looks at me and her eyes look dilated. Like she has this look like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, shit. Old babe must be behind me. Like, why else would you look like you're freaking out? Like, what's going on behind me? Goody. No. Who? She goes, because this is why I said I was looking real good. I'm going to post a picture so y'all can see. She goes, your ponytail's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you lying. Wait, your ponytail fell out? Wait, 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 wait. Mandy, it was a long braided ponytail down to my knees and the shit fell out. <laughs> bitch, so, you lying. Oh, when I did tell you... Did you not bobby pin and secure that bitch? When I tell you I did a curtsy like this... Let me show you how I did it. Bitch, your whole ponytail was on the floor? But this is how black women come together. Ponytail was on the floor, but people didn't notice, right? Because they're just looking at me in my face and I just kind of lean down. Weezy, your ponytail. My ponytail on the floor. Bitch, a braided ponytail. Girl, Gabby came over to me and she goes, <laughs> trying to be quiet, but she's not quiet. 
because she's also in shock that my ponytail's on the floor at this fucking Netflix premiere party where niggas is in the room with fucking Oscars and Emmys. And she goes, I have bobby pins in my bag. But she's trying to Shout like... Shout out to her. Bitch. Shout out to came her. Came over. So I first take the ponytail and I just start wrapping it over the bun because I didn't want to look like I had a little nub on my head. And so then she gets rubber band after rubber band. And bitch, weren't people coming up to me talking about how they love the braided bun look? Not a braided bun look. Oh my God. So anyway, that's why I have braids again right now. Was getting my hair done right before Horrible. And I will never... Wear something that can slide off to a premiere again. Oh, my good God. Which is crazy because when we fought, bitch, you had the drawstring ponytail and that thing but was going the around the club. Like, that thing was bouncing around the club. But, girl, you ain't win. Bullshit. And you wouldn't win today, Bullshit. Ho. You wouldn't. Bitch, I won. Didn't I win then and won. wouldn't win again. I would win. If you think if you would. If we fought, bitch, you got me all the way fucked up. I won then I, really I would don't. win today. Mandy. I'll bust ass on anybody, bro. And it's, you I, didn't bust ass at the motherfucking improv. You were I talking about, oh, we got some candy. Da, da, da. I think you've lost your floor. Improv because, it's no, giving I'll corporate. fight you, but I'm not fighting for you. I will too, you got me fucked up if you think we both going to get sued. You could get all of your money Girl, spent in a lawsuit. I, but baby, I wasn't going to make this a horrible decision thing. I had to make the best it. decision for the, for the fucking business. And it was to not let, allow us to go bankrupt. If you wanted to go bankrupt because you wanted to jump in and fight Pose, that's on you. Bitch, we could get sued and lose money now. For a mother? Yes. That's your mama. And I love her to death. I would have fought for your mama too. But, but it's I, cool. But it was a word and you decided to fight for a word. I would fight for a lot of words, ho. And I appreciate you You telling that. me there's not and a word somebody decision. could call you down the street that wouldn't make you beat their ass? Now, down the street where nobody is outside of cameras, a venue where we didn't pay insurance yeah. for, we was at work, bitch. No, there's been a lot of fucking coworkers where, bitch, I wanted to slap five off that hoe. And I ain't fighter because, bitch, my job, my career, being sued. And now we make money, nigga. See what Were the fuck we doing? Were you not Will Smith's side? Excuse me? If... Chris Rock decided to sue him the same way August Alsina is probably going to sue Tory Lanez. I'm on the side of August Alsina. If Chris Rock sued Will Smith, I'm on the side of that. Some asks I'm are sorry. worth the money. That's fine. You and don't believe that? Like, I'm going to be real with you. There's a bitch in my hair right now. It's all I can't stand. Okay. And I be thinking about it all the time. And I'm like, how much would I pay to beat her ass? And I'll let you know right now, there ain't one person in life that will make me go back to the livelihood that I've had in my teens or 20s. Oh, no, Cardi B got out. I'll get out. Off of that type of decision. So, nah, sorry, not going to happen. The municipality of New York City, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that court don't really know me. Orlando does. But I just feel like they're going to put me in GP and I'm going to get out. You got me fucked up. I wasn't going to fight. I wasn't going to sit here and, and but, get but us But you know food. what? I am glad that we've both been to jail now. It's fun, right? It's like you go in. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't, actually. I hated it. It's it, like love after lockup. Nope. Nope. I'll never go to jail again. Uh, I will say shout out to... Uh, don't don't never say never, bitch. Well, I'm just going to shout out to the uh, Queens division that I was locked up in because uh, the lieutenant there was really, really fucking nice. You um, stayed talking about this fucking... Because he was nice. Nigga gave me his phone. I was able to call niggas like... He was like, she looked normal. I was normal. It's not giving meth. I was normal. You know, it's crazy, too, because they lock up motherfuckers. I heard that's the only reason mushrooms is legal now is because, like, it spends so much money to put people... They, they spend so much to put people in jail. So I think when people come in and they're not cracked out, they're like, oh, all right, we'll But didn't you, you spend the night or a weekend? I only spent seven hours. So you're more of oh, a... Oh, no. You're more of a felon than I am. That's why I ain't scared to go back. Now that I've already, like, for beating ass, I ain't gonna hold you. I would've turned into a hope. Spunk the night? Nope. Nope, I wasn't ready. I said, get me out of here. 
So here's the thing. I knew I was going to get out, right? It's not like I killed you. But you spent the weekend. But this is what I'm saying. Like, I got, Mandy, when I tell you I slept so hard. The ghetto. (laughs) You slept hard on concrete? There's a sidewalk the best, right outside. Because there was nothing else there to do. There was a sidewalk right I knew outside. I didn't need to socialize, so I just slept the whole time because I was like, fuck it, bro. I'm getting out on Monday. Well, Actually, Monday I couldn't get out because it was it Martin was a, Luther it was King Martin Luther, It was a weekend. But I knew I was going to get out anyway, so I just caught up on mad sleep. You Plus, I was on the though? Molly the night before, so I really needed that sleep. What's crazy, though, <laughs> is I would never do that, but also now you're like super, super gay. You're more gay than I think you used to be. So you might actually like jail because you just be in there like scissoring bitches. You know what's really annoying about you saying how <laughs> gay I am? I look what? I looked so cute at this party, right? And, and it was like, let's go. There was mad niggas there. <laughs> and so Kenya's talking to this dude and I leaned over and I'm like, who is that? And he looks at me and he goes, are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> who was it? This, I don't know, some fucking nigga that was That you were supposed to know? No, but he was just fine. But, but if you like niggas, you should have known who he was? No, I think I, I, I just wanted to run down on this nigga. You know what I'm saying? But like, at the same time, I was like, I want to be professional. But also, I be trying, Mandy, let me tell you how I am. How you want to be professional when you out here uh, because spooning I, niggas that you beat at work events? Because it wasn't like I worked with him. It was just Adjacently. He worked with somebody I know. Okay. Okay. But I'm saying, I thought, I, th- my excuse at any point in time when I want to meet a nigga at a work event is, hey, I'm Weezy. I work with Kenya directly. I'm his head of audio. I'd love to talk to you about blah, blah, over Zoom or my bed. I don't know. Oh, nah, bitch. You better sit here and act like you got a corporate credit card and say, over dinner, on me. On oh, business. I got a corporate credit oh, card, yeah. bitch. What? Oh, that'd be my Once shit. Once I found out I was able to do that I shit. I don't want to talk to nobody on Zoom, nigga. Let's go out to eat and I'll show you how I eat. Well, weird meats. I, my new conquest. So. You know I want Trevante Rhodes. And every time... You know he's only 5'4". No, he's not. Trevante is not that tall. That's a short nigga. Don't ruin this. I will look it up for you. I'm. I think we five, talked six, about this. Nope. Five, no, he was 5'11". He is not. No, Mandy. I've seen him in person. Well, how tall is Skepta? Because I want to fuck him too. It's giving uh, NBA height. Hold on. Nah, they lied. They said 6 foot, so he's maybe 6'8". No, no, no. I mean, that's it. Eight. That's it. He's good. No, he's, he's, good. Not. he's good. He's good. He's good. Not. He's 6 he's foot. Not. He's 6 He's not. When I suck his dick, you are going to be so mad about it. Well, hopefully his dick is a kickstand and makes him taller than when he stands up. He's six feet tall. He's giving Big Sean, which is a little Sean. <laughs> it's a lie. Big Sean's dick is huge, though. So that's why I said, hopefully, Trevante is the same with a whole kickstand that makes him taller. I just want him to put on the moonlight. But team. also, technically, maybe y'all are the same height laying down, you know? And it works out for you. Um, I wanted to get into our I think the nigga, like, the nigga I cuddled it with 5'11". And I remember saying to him, I love that you're going shorter and shorter. That I thought he was tall. And he was like, nah, a lot of people think that. And then I realized, I don't want to say what he was wearing. But anyway, the nigga, you know when niggas wear Tim's and they look taller? Yeah, that's why you got to be careful in New York, y'all. Hey, fall is approaching us. He don't tri- get I got tricked. tricked. Don't get tricked into these niggas with the Tim's. It's given three inches. Did you know Prince is- was 5'3"? Prince was also a homophobe that was gayer than gay. So. I'm not shocked by anything that I see about Prince now and RIP to that man. But the way I didn't realize how homophobic he was. What did you realize? What do you mean? Like, you I mean? just read a lot of things about like just how he was super adamant that he wasn't. But certain things that he said regarding the LGBTQ community was just not nice. But also, nigga, you wore makeup, purses and everything that also aligned. I'm, I'm gonna have, well, maybe we'll do this on Patreon. 
I'll go through like the the, the people that say they was one way. Well, and really we should do a Patreon on homophobic celebrities. Well, let's do it. Let's do it because he was one. Um, I did want to get though into R.I.P. Uh, I did. <laughs> we got you. Got to be respectful, bitch. I be trying not to talk about the people that we done lost. <laughs> you know, not <laughs> We be talking about Kevin Samuels. I mean, R.I.P. to that man. Well, let, well you uh, know what? He's looking up at us. You right know, now. he's looking down on us, bitch. No, he's not. Oh, you think he's in hell? The way he dressed was nice. I think God would have been like, bring your cool dressed ass up here. Because okay. it's just going to burn and have holes in hell. All right. Well. All right. His actually, his clothes would be giving uh, Yeezy. You know, Yeezy like just putting holes and making you look homeless. So in hell, they dress like Kanye. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. Anyway, That's why he's practicing being hot. It is. Ooh, wait, what? Because you see... He's practicing being what? Uh, dressing hot and warm because he said that he don't give a fuck what the temperature is. Home. Yeah, he's, gonna he, he's going to hell. Um, Why is Kanye going to hell? Because he's going to hell. No, bro. <laughs> Kanye... Where do you think he's going to heaven? Yeah. I, yeah. I think Kanye is definitely I going to I would love heaven. for you to ask his good music artists where, where they think he's going. Wait. He has bad deals, but this is not that... As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Let's get into our horror blood. This is Yon. Um, we are going to do a look back. Look back at it. Look back at it. Oh, I look back at it. Hey. So we're going to look back at, again, y'all, we have reached... Oh, my goodness. We're heading into, I believe, year seven. We've done six years, though. Um, we're jamming out here on the Black Effect. But if you guys were not familiar, year one, we were independent. By year two, uh, we had the backing of Charlemagne and the Loudspeaker Network. Um, we put ourselves on tour. And it's crazy because someone just recently wrote on Twitter. That's where this topic came from. Damn, yo, Shorty really came far from accounting. I used to listen and, you know, she was accounting. So I was like, you know what? What's crazy about that is Weezy and I have sat on the pod and there's been things that we both shot at each other without realizing that, well, we both also grown. We've become differently. We've had mm -hmm. di different relationships. So I wanted, I, I broke this down into four different things. But yes, by, by the way, shout out to Black Effect. We just got a fucking raise. Yes. And God damn it, am R I happy. R round of applause. I don't know. Dwayne, go ahead and insert the round of applause here. I um, am I'm down so with a raise. I'm always cool with a raise. Happy, Thank dude. you. Thank you, Black oh Effect. Shout out, Black God. Effect. Shout out, Charlotte Magne. Because I just um, bought a new car and I cannot wait. <laughs> to no, get that Charlotte, money back in my account. But also, um, if you guys didn't see the clip a couple weeks ago, also, I mean, people ask, you know, like, maybe if we went elsewhere, if, I mean, other people have wanted us, but uh, Charlemagne has been someone who has championed us for where he sees our value, where he sees we can be. And we recently even got mentioned, we were on it, but not really. No, we, we were, were on Jimmy we, Kimmel. We were on Jimmy Kimmel. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> Charlemagne texted me that shit. He said, click it three minutes. And... uh the second I heard him go, you're really busy. You have a podcast network. I said, no way he's going to say horrible decisions. And he said horrible decisions. And I think, you know, I've I've definitely had comments on my page or whatever where, like, people are like, ah, yeah, you be sucking his dick, man. You love him so much. And, you know, there's a lot to be said about somebody who is that magnitude of famous and don't forget you. Yeah. You know, any encounter I'm sure people have ever gotten to have with Charlemagne, like, you see how normal this person is and how kind they are. But also, he is a true testament of someone that puts people on. Like, yeah. going to his show yesterday, I'm watching Ismail, who, uh, you know, is a photographer. Shout out to Calligraphist. And Nyla Simone, who, shout out to her, you know, BET nominated for the Hip Hop Awards. And seeing all these women that have worked with him in the past, a lot of black women on the, his show. Down, shout out to Nicole. Down to the COVID testers, right? Yeah. And... It's a lot of people that used to work with him at the breakfast club or were interns or just came by. And like, that's a real, real fucking leader. Yeah. And I, and I, um, I just love seeing that shit. And he really has inspired me when, when, <clears throat> when people tell me I'm a good boss, it's crazy because I really do think one, I've learned from bad bosses, but two, I've learned from Charlemagne. Like he told me once, um, I watched Brianda talk about me on this interview and 
I don't really feel like I did anything for Brianda, but she feels like I did, right? And he was like saying to me, like, you know, the way that you feel about me and what I've done for you, you need to make more Wheezies, build people up. That's a legacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make more of you and build people to the point where they couldn't have been without you. And it's funny because sometimes you would think that maybe what is just horrible decision? Does it have reach? But I think of someone like Dash, the rope dude, and hearing him talk about how horrible decisions got him so many clients or Mistress Marley using yeah. our name as featured on. And it's a real thing. There's They're a marvelous, like the way we've, we've catapulted, I mean, people in their space in, sex space, in, in this sex space. I think it's also very telling to still um, going up to people and, and hearing how we've transformed their relationships. Um, I actually did when I went out to Vegas, um, hung with the, the dancer. Um, hold on. I want to get her name because Candace. No, she dances currently for Usher for his residence. Oh, the girl that wrote us that. So her name is Yoey. And what was amazing about my interaction with her was I got to meet her partner. I want to say fiance, they're about to get married or maybe they are married already. And her partner pulled me aside and was like, I just want you to know I hear your voice all the time and you really make her happy. Aww. You like you're someone who's impacted her. She listens to you. And can I just say thank you for doing that for her? Like literally her, her girl pulled me aside and said that. So I don't think we realized either like our impact, not only on the sex workers that we bring on the pod, the other podcasters we brought on. Um, and it's kind of a full circle moment. And in talking about full circle moment, again, even bringing up you being a boss, I wanted to ask you, I wanted to start, we have four shifts, um, and I'm going to try to make it to home mail, but we have four shifts that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to know in a career shift, um, is there anything now, is there anything that you do now that is similar to your job in tech and all answer to the same in accounting? Oh man, I'm a seller to the core, bro. Like, okay. So with WTF now, we're seasoned enough. It's coming two years where like I used to do tours on my own and stuff like that. But um, Alex gave me a compliment recently. We were on the phone with this big company and I'm not going to lie. I didn't know a lot of the things they were asking me. Um, they want to basically do this contract for a year where this podcast is strictly out of our studio. And he started talking about stuff. Um, and he was like, now would your team handle that development and show running? I was like, as I said, we're production studio, right? Like post and uh, post production mainly, but we'll hire on your pre-production team and absolutely bring candidates for you to interview. So when we hung up, Alex was like, who are they going to interview? I was like, I don't know, nigga. I'm about to figure it out. The fuck? They just <laughs> say they want a showrunner. I'm not going to let them leave and start hitting up other people for a showrunner. I'm going to use my connects, find a bunch of black showrunners and then have them interview right. with these people. And I, I sell a lot when it comes to, um, you know, to writers or pitching shows or having them work with Calabo, which is Kenya's company. And I don't think any of that would be something I could do today if I wasn't selling fucking tech shit. I mean, for those of you who are new listeners, I would sell um, like disaster recovery software. So if a company, you can even say full court studios, right? Hey, you guys have a lot of podcasts come in here and you have a bunch of audio files. What happens if your computer crashes? We have a cloud recovery software that'll da 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 shit like that. And I would sell the fuck out of them. I was walking in a barbershop selling that shit, nigga. Like, okay. you know, and, and it's, it's a very humbling thing. Like I've never been a waitress 
which I feel like everyone needs under their belt to like understand how to work with people. But I have, Indeed, I I have worked in the mall. And I think like knowing those jobs that are kind of from the bottom up really do help you and shape you to be a good person when yeah. having employees. I, I realize now with with my team, um, my need for organization, structure, Excel sheets, making everything um, just easy. Like I realize how much I enjoy processes. I, I realize how much I enjoy, hey, let me create a system that works and let me implement it into different things. So exactly how I formatted and set up like horrible on the back end. I brought that over to see the thing is. And now I'm working on creating a manual to bringing it to more shows and networks and production houses. And I think that, you know, where it's not fun, Excel sheets aren't fun for everybody and processes and management and, you know, DIT and none of that is fun, but like knowing how to label files and all of those things. I found like a lot of excitement in that where I was at one point like, bitch, I don't want to be. You know, I I got to say, I was thinking of something the other day um, that <clears throat> really made me feel proud because I was talking to someone in L.A. who said, yo, that's wild. Your co-host has a podcast studio. Like, and I was like, yeah, I feel you. I was like, but, you know, I got to be real with you. Like, I don't really have a co-host that's not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. There's a lot of podcasts out here that have one person that's doing really well and excelling and the other is just kind of floating. And you think so? Absolutely. And a lot of duo pods? Yep. I think there's a lot of podcasts where either they're, they're just, just doing their podcast or they haven't grown. And I was like, you know, like, <clears throat> there's not really... I said, if if I would see something come up where she was... Uh, maybe, maybe she got another TV show or she's doing a movie, like... It wouldn't be a shocker to me. I don't think okay. it would be for her either, right? If you saw me doing something like that, I was like, these are just kind of the wins I'm used to getting with a co-host on Horrible Decisions like that. Like, I'm getting a bag, she's getting a bag. And I don't know many podcasts where their partner is also doing something outside of them, you know? Okay. And I, for a while with Horrible, we were doing that. And I think you and I both felt that probably like right in the middle, like year three, like, okay, I need to have something for myself. And I think it was a point where I remember we were doing therapy a lot. It's like, am I breaking away or am I just learning my own self? And there's a real thing of like needing to come into your own because sometimes it is annoying for someone to look at me and be like, oh, Mandy. And it's annoying because I'm like, I wish I did something else that people could know me for. Right. You know, I, I would love my own identity, even though horrible decision is the biggest thing I do. Still, it's nice to know that like, there are other things coming back to point A. I had a, con a comment recently, which to me isn't, isn't a common comment, but someone said, oh my God, I'm so happy I watched Sex Cells because I found horrible decisions. And I was like, oh, this is it. Like there is a reason that I'm connecting other dots because it only makes the other shit bigger and it only gets more money on both ends, right? Right. If you're not growing and going out there and doing things, what if I was the only one? What if you were the only one? You're like, damn, bitch. Well, where the fuck, what are you doing to fucking get money in the show? Because for a while when we started the show, I remember you used to say like, I brought listeners because I had X, Y, Z. And it would make me feel like shit because I'm like, nigga, I'm also talent. Like people are staying because I'm here, right? And it made me feel like maybe Mandy feels like I'm nothing. But I know that there's no way in hell that could happen today because we both are really out here working. We have not just let horrible decisions be the only thing. And I think that is the biggest thing 
that I've taken away from our show that um, maybe other podcasters haven't reached yet. Maybe, uh, maybe other people in duos or partnerships or YouTube creators haven't been able to figure out yet. Learning how to actually branch. Right. That's a real, real skill. Right. Uh, y'all know I want to bring it back to sex. Um, Girl, you ain't got to do that. Say, kink, agree. Kink, kink shifts. You do that a lot. But I'd be like, right, okay. <laughs> but we both went back and forth. I'll let you finish your thought. Didn't cut you off. And now let's move on the conversation. Um, kink shifts. What were you completely against in the beginning of this podcast pee. that you now partake in? Not P. You out here, you just said P. So you out here giving golden showers? Oh. No. What did I do? I mean, I know for me it was, it was, it was feet. I can't think of something. Can you? I, I just sucked to tell the other Can night. you think of anything I've ever said that I'd never do? <laughs> You're a hoe. You've been a hoe since day one. Sex clubs, I've never really been into. I kind of you went to sex clubs before I did with white people. Where you no, had no, white I'm saying having sex with them. Like I've never really. Oh, okay. I've never really. I still can't do it. Okay, I like public sex. You like public sex in alleys on the street, out in public, where you. Why can get do you always because say you that? Said, you brought that up in fucking. Italy. I sucked we one dick in an alley, was, and this boat drove it's by. It's not an alley if it's Italian. Yes, it is. so it's a street. I don't know how you say it. It's an alley. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bitch, y'all know I don't know accents. All right. Um, relationship shifts. Street in Italian. Which ex do you wish you never entertained that you brought up on the pod? And which ex did you learn Strava. the most from? Who did I learn the most from? I learned. Who did you learn the most from and who do you wish you never entertained? I wish I never met Obey. Well, damn, you hate that nigga. Um, all right. I think that he caught he wasted a lot of my good years. Ooh, that's a whole nother conversation to have on another pod. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, we'll I talk, fucking him was great. We'll talk about that on another pod. Um, yeah, he he wasted my time. Um, also, you don't I, think I, you I, took anything positive from that relationship? Sure. I learned partnership. I, le I learned a lot about myself. I learned I'll be a great wife. Okay. Um, I learned that. But did you know that before that relationship? He ruined my idea of threesomes, bro. No, I didn't know how good I'd be. Okay. You know what I mean? So he, it's like there's positive things you took from it that maybe you wouldn't have Known at 31, 32. It wasn't worth it been for him. wasting three and a half years. Okay. Um, but also, that's a lot to blame on me. I should have left that nigga a while ago. But uh, the person I most learned the most from, um, Hospital Dick is probably the only guy in my life that loved me so much that I... You didn't I, know how to receive it. Yeah. Okay. I also think that I let money and success get in the way of that. Mm, I think yeah you did I think you didn't want to let everybody know he was broke I don't know if he was broke he could take care of things he had his own career like it, okay but it was more like he wasn't at the level that other men I was entertaining right with. right and I think I would have been happier with him than Obey mm. like I wouldn't because you met Obey like almost right after I would have saved so much fucking money in therapy and like all kinds of shit but also I think it was just the universe's way of seeing, saying like oh here you picked that because right. was shiny and look what you gave up i don't know if i'll ever have a man love me like that again i hope i do right but i think that he taught me the most about love um for me i wish i never entertained or spent as much time as i did with lawyer bay um because how much time was that it, he didn't it was, feel like he well, was alive. he was he was like my first year of college he was at least that year and then he was someone i just kept going back do i know what he looks like where's no. that nigga today I don't know, but the last time we met each other, and I think I brought up on here, like, he was battling depression, alcoholism. He, like, just wasn't a happy person. And so he was in a place where he couldn't be happy for me. And 
it was just a lot of energy I was exerting on wanting to be there for him. And so, but I also think he was the person that when I got into school to be an accountant, he was in his last year of school to be a lawyer. So I think I looked too much on what we looked like on paper, that which is why I kept going back to him. So Lawyer Bay was someone that I wish I kind of didn't entertain. Um, and of course, the person that I learned the most from was my ex, my most recent, my first relationship. Um, he he showed me that I know I could be a good wife. I could be a good partner. I could listen. I could be submissive, which I didn't think I had the capability of. <laughs> oh, neither did Crystal. Neither did any of my friends until they saw me with him. Like I can see even, you being soft. No, they've even said in what way they've even submissive? said like, "Bitch, he don't know how good he got it." Because all the shit you give him, they'd be like, "Bitch, if I was as busy as you, there's no way I would give do all the things that you do for this man." And I don't think he saw it. He also d- doesn't know he met me in a pandemic. So I was like, I used to tell him, I said. You don't even know how nasty and mean a bitch is. Because, bitch, I'm, I don't give a fuck about these niggas. Do you think there's mean. anything when the quote-unquote world opened that you stopped doing? Did he ever tell you you stopped no, doing No, I didn't stop doing anything. I just got busier. And one of the things that was really That's good. Odd, but what, one of the things that, like, made me feel a way is that he, he used me being tired and exhausted as a way to put me down. Like, for, for a while, I stopped What do you cooking. mean? Like, for a while, I stopped cooking, but I would still order the food. If you wanted a meal, instead of making you take me out, I would order the food. I always fed you. Always fed you, always fucked you. And <laughs> period. <laughs> you getting fed and you getting fucked, nigga. Not financed, but... but... No, not financed, um, but fed and fucked. And it started being to where, like, oh, you're too tired or you're too exhausted. Or he hated that I would even say how exhausted I was. And it was just like, nigga, I work. Nigga, I own businesses. Nigga, I, I manage teams. And so he started making me almost feel bad that I was a boss. And what what hurt me about that was it's one of my most prideful things. Like Jay, and I, I hate that I always shout this bitch out. Jay takes on the pride of everything that I do in this studio and see the thing is, and anything that I want to do as a talent, like it's her. And so like to even have people that want to work hard and want me to grow means something to me. So when the one person that I love makes me feel like I'm working too hard. No, I agree. Like it it made me feel like, how are you making me feel bad about one of the things that I'm most proud of? That was actually the craziest thing about Hospital Dick. He seemingly had an issue with sex. Mind you, this is how he knew me, right? Okay. He's a brilliant listener. Okay. But he told me once when I was creating Sex Cells, and I was like, yo, I'm not going to interview people about their sex lives, just money. And he was like, yeah, but, you know, we wanted to have kids. And he was like, but like, how quick is this going to be done? Because my contract was saying certain things. And he was like, well, how soon are you going to be finished? Like, because you can't be doing this pregnant. And I'm like, why not? What? You what? think I'm, I don't want to go to a dungeon holding my back, sitting down like, woo, tell me about cream pies. Because I know. <laughs> like, I do think that sometimes men may look at it as something amazing until it inconveniences them. Right. And the inconvenience in your case. And that's the thing. Maybe I could go one round tonight, but not eight. But you know what they also don't understand? I'm tired today because this is me today, nigga. Because at the same time in five years from now, for example, how much work were we doing with Horrible Decisions? Bro, that Patreon merch was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I remember I used to ship it myself. 
Like I used to put the t-shirts in the bag, write the fucking names on the labels. I used to do that shit before we got Teespring. I used to house the shit. You used to house the shit. I used to go to storage, mail it. Like that is now offloaded because why? We're making more money. Nigga, I'm going to have less fucking shit to fucking do hands on when I have more money. So like, let me build these blocks. And I don't think that men really get it. But also the considerate. Watching women do it. They get it for themselves. But being considerate in the fact that I'm still cooking for you. I'm making sure there's time. I'm moving around my schedule so that we can have a day at the park or a day at the spa or this. And so to feel like you mad or disappointed or disconnected with me because I'm tired. I got work fucking hard. And so to me, that was, that was the I biggest know you thing. ain't tired enough. That fuck was the biggest to, thing about me. Not fuck. Last, I know that. Thing, last thing before we get out of here is sex shifts. Only because we've talked about being LGBTQ. We've talked about being ethically non-monogamous. What have you learned most about your sexuality through the horrible decisions journey? I was an emo hoe. Day one, and I still am. That hasn't changed. Um, but you said something about you have a new uh, thought process for threesomes now. I, uh, you're saying I said this today. You just said this about what you what you learned about. It, oh, oh, your oh how you said he ruined Obey. threesomes for right. me. Right, like, but you really like threesomes. You really like engaging. Yo, I love threesomes. What, and so, what changed about that? Because that's still a part to me of sexuality. I learned that maybe I was so excited to have a, a sexually good partner that it made me want to fuck other people with them, and. What I'm saying. What I learned with. I love sharing a good dick. Right? Oh. This is, we're good people. Oh. Scissors. for the world. Taught me that I was so strong with her, so in love with her. I definitely had threesomes with Obey before I was in love with him, right? I don't know if I'll ever again have threesomes with someone. And I can't say never say never. I don't know if I will. But before that foundation is super solid. Because with Old Bay, I I didn't understand that we'd be together. I was like, oh, let's just fuck these hoes. And then we ended up together. With Scissors, we had a seriously deep connection to where the threesomes meant something better. Also, like, the threesomes I had with Old Bay were with fans and random bitches. And Not you. You stay fucking fans. I mean, like... Are you going to keep fucking fans? No, like, we almost had sex with one of my homegirls at the time. That didn't happen, but, like... Even then, like, I was close to her at the time, close to him, so that didn't feel right. weird. But, like, or, or hanging out with them didn't feel weird, but um, that's the only time I think, really, something felt safe. I think that that's, in terms of safeness, I think where I've, I questioned what I needed for so long, sex clubs, allowing, allowing me to be with women, not only with you, but separately. I realized how much I really, like, and y'all heard it last week on our on our episode with LES podcast. But it is to me important that whoever I'm with is okay with the non-monogamy of sex clubs, the non-monogamy aspect of me bringing women in, but also allowing me to be with other women. And if that then translates to you having to be with other women, we need to have a conversation about it because I've realized I don't want to be open. I don't want you to be emotionally connected to somebody. But I think in the beginning phase of this podcast, I didn't know what I wanted as far as a relationship and where I brought up doppelganger in the beginning. What I had sexually and intimately with my ex is exactly what I would still want again. More communication, of course. That or better. That or better. 
to where he accepts that I accept him. And I've said, I think that that was our biggest thing. I think he had to live a life of lies with the other women he dealt with, which is maybe why he cheated, maybe which is why he stepped out, which is which is maybe why he ventured on these rabbit holes of escapades with random women. And we've talked about that, but I don't think he fully accepted that I accepted him for who he was. And so to me, I want someone to be open with, what do you want? Nigga, if you bisexual, what's up? What do you need to where you're fulfilled, I'm fulfilled, but we're open with each other? I need that. And I think that I don't get there without this podcast. I don't get there without us coming on, talking about our relationships, naming all these niggas what they are, being vulnerable, talking about our highs and our lows with men and women. I don't think I get there. And now I know exactly what I had in that space is what I want again. And that's why I can't date no celebrity because them niggas ain't trying to go to a sex club unless they wear a fucking mask. <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, we're going to get well, out we of here. we were technically the yes. whole mail this week, so. We were the whole mail. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, before we get out of here and let y'all know about our Patreon, we'll let y'all know what else we got going on. Make sure y'all tune in every Thursday at Congrats. 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern on MTV. It's the MTV digital platform on their YouTube channel. MTV's Date My Playlist. I'm your host. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday and Friday to my other podcast. See, the thing is, um, and I'm not sure when it's going to be posted, um, but I hosted and moderated a wonderful panel at Revolt Summit. Um, the pitch competition, which is like fucking Shark Tank. So I was like, oh my God, not me kind of hosting Shark Tank. But it was a wonderful, uh, it was a wonderful panel where we had judges on there um, give $10,000 away to a BIPOC tech startup. Um, shout out to ConConnect, I believe is who won. Um, but that'll be coming on the Revolt channel soon. So just thank Revolt uh, for having me, MTV. And again, make sure you guys check out my other podcast. Oh, and we're at Full Core Studios. So if you're in Brooklyn, in New York, and want to film, uh, come to Full Core Studios. Check out fullcorestudio.com. And that's a wrap. Check us out on Patreon if you want some more up-to-date tea. Our show is produced almost like a TV show. We film it. We get ready. We pick our guests ahead of time. So if you want that on the fly, up to date, what the fuck yep. happened last night, TJ, patreon.com backslash. And we got decision. BTS on there too. So y'all get to see us like behind the scenes. That's right. And then once a month, uh, which is amazing. Um, if you're one of our top tier, uh, one of our top two tiers, um, we get on a town hall in Zoom chat with our patrons. So guys, this has been Yet. Another episode. We're leaving you with a five-minute bonus clip. Another episode of Horrible Decision. Bye. Until next week. Peace. Hey, guys. Sorry that I am late with this week's Patreon episode. Our guest for this week, the bonus bitch episode, is a bitch that many of you guys do know. Um, we have Medina Monroe from the Cocktails Dirty Discussions hey, yo, podcast. Hey, it's your girl Medina. What's up? Your favorite podcast, Temptation Island ass queen. The only reason you are is because you added Temptation Island after that because <laughs> I am the podcast queen. But uh, Oh, I forgot. <laughs> no, but I'm super excited. Again, sorry that we're late. Uh, last week was Medina's birthday. And as you guys know, I took a mental break last week and went to Mexico for a few days with my friend, which by the way, was supposed to be a trip that we both mourned our relationships. I'm so sick of telling y'all I'm single when I'm not. 
Uh, you because you be lying. You a lying ass Libra. Like the more I and I'm a Libra. Libras do be lying, bro. We we're not gonna do that, bro. We're not gonna do that. We be lying. Well, and I just want to say Tulum is such a bougie mental break trip. That is, you're so lucky. Most you know of us what? just have to walk to the bookstore and meditate <laughs> in the park, and we're like, I so, took a mental break. But you're like, so I'm, I'm not Tulum. gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Tulum, and I've spoken on here about how I'm not a fan because I'm not a fan of the jungle. It's crazy to me because. I do feel like I could have went to Vegas and had the same experience because everything was very... Vegas and bro, Tulum? Everything was you so expensive. You never get a mental break in Vegas. You walk bro. into your hotel room, they're selling you prostitutes. You walk I, into oh, the bathroom, okay. there's a casino. Well, every fucking restaurant I went to in Tulum was like cocaina, weed, smoke. Yes, yes. And I said, no, no, bitch, not with the fentanyl lace <laughs> shit going around. Um, what's crazy too, guys, is this week, uh, this week we're going to talk about three things, actually. Um, we don't really have an outline, but I do want to outline that y'all are getting some special tea in this bonus episode. I did have full permission from Medina to speak on it if I wanted to speak on it. So she will be giving... A hors d'oeuvre, which of course is a sex tip. And we are going to talk in the, during the horrible decision this week on outfits that you can wear in the bedroom and of course with your partner for Halloween. So I'm super excited to get there. However, are y'all ready? I'm mad I ain't got no drum roll or uh, cheers clap. But I kind of wanted to share the story. So Medina came to New York and not only did she experience the sex club for the first time, she joined in with me and my boyfriend. Um, he my so, boyfriend now too. Look, she really was trying to call him her boyfriend, y'all. Anyways, I guess let's start off with your experience at the sex club. I think a lot of people are nervous and not knowing what to expect. And I took Chelsea and Sade from Black Girls Texting Podcast to NSFW. I also took you to NSFW. So could you kind of like open up with kind of what your experience was like there? So I'm not going to lie. First of all, am I blurry on your end or is it just me? Uh, It might be just you, but it'll show up better uh, at the end. It says 1080p. So Okay, cool. Um, Okay, so a walkthrough from beginning <laughs> to end. So y'all have to realize. Story time! <laughs> Mandy and I's friendship happened in a very odd way. So (laughs) for the longest time, we were just talking on the phone. We shared the story. And then for even a longer time, I hadn't been to your place. You, I don't, yeah, by the time I came to New York, you had been to Atlanta, but I had never been to your space in your space. And so I, y'all know Mandy, you're free. And I really Uh -uh, wasn't. uh -uh, Don't put this on me. (laughs) Medina. Wait, don't start off this lying with your lying Libra ass. (laughs) Me being, oh, now Libras lie. (laughs) Me being the free-spirited Libra that I am, I already know. I was like, you know, whatever we do, I know how her and her boyfriend get down, but I did not think that this was going to happen. I need y'all to know, this wasn't like a planned thing and Mandy was like, when you get down here, we like, we busting that booty hole open. Like, no, (laughs) that was not, we were just like, we're going to hang out. I can't wait to meet your boyfriend. It's going to be great. So we get there. As soon as I get to her place, we start drinking. Yeah, we, we did. Mandy is a great host. We're having the time of our life. We go to some bar, some Irish bar, and we are having nasty ass pickleback shots. They're which not led nasty. To her Don't do that. and her fine ass nigga being like, <laughs> let me say man, because that's a man. <laughs> being like, well, we should go to the sex club tonight. My heart is racing. My heart's racing. It's like, it's beating out of my chest because I'm like, okay, what are we, what? Are we going to the sex club and we're all going to do things together? Are we going to the sex club and it's just going to 
you know, be, I don't know. I have been to sex clubs before, but I've never, never, Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.